Okay, guys. We hope by the grace of God next week we'll be in church. So everybody be praying that nothing else happens, no other outbreaks happen, no other problems happen, and uh, we'll be able to be back in church next Sunday. Thank God for that. This morning I'm going to throw a thought at you from the book of Romans, and I've been thinking about what's going on in our world, what's going on in our uh, our country, and um, I'm just going to throw a thought at you, just a quick thought, give you something to think about. Uh, I, I'm excited to be back in church next week, but if you look in the book of Romans, chapter number one, the Bible says in verse number 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, uh, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, uh, implacable, unmerciful. The Bible tells you about these people that they know the judgment of God, but they, uh, but that they, which commit such things, are worthy of death. Not only do they uh, the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Let's pray, Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity. We pray you'll just bless us and watch over us. We pray this will be encouragement to you people as we just try to stir their soul up and their mind up. Maybe just to uh, have a thought of the day. Maybe have this. Think about where we're at as Christians. Help us. Lead God and direct us in Christ's name. Amen. You know, the scriptures there is teaching that uh, in, in this is the latter days uh, when the end time starts happening and we're here. We're there. We're in the end. And and just to throw a thought at you, this, I want you to think about this just today. It's going to be, uh, uh, we're going to see a lot of things happen in our country in the next little bit. So uh, this thought is this. The Bible teaches us in the latter times There'll be people come in teaching ungodly things. Uh, it tells us that there'll be uh, people that try to deceive and t try to, to uh, uh, make wrong right, basically. They'll tell you, uh, and they'll believe that. They'll believe the lie. The devil is the father of all lies, and he, he tries to instill in people the lies, and they try to, um, uh, they, try, they adopt them as their own theories because it's easier, it's more convenient to live a lie than it is to live godly. Now, what I'm saying is, in the book of Romans, it tells you about all these people. We pound the book of Ro first chapter of Romans to profit us and, and to work to our advantage about homosexuals. But it also uh, tells us about in the last times how they'll be they'll invent things that is against God. They'll do things. They'll backbite. They'll they'll be proud. They'll boast of what they did, and they'll they'll be dishonest. They'll be they'll be deceitful. They'll be they'll be. And that sounds like the world we're living in today. Everybody's trying to get advantage over everybody. Now, this thought, and the Lord hit me with this thought. The Bible says the verse before that, and I didn't read it in my introduction, but I will read it now. Uh, it said, being filled with all unrighteousness. We read that. Fornication, wickedness, covetousness. But the verse that is right before that says, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. You know, God has allowed people to follow their own will from the beginning of time. God has God allowed Cain to follow his own. God had to have told Cain he needed a blood sacrifice because God's not partial. He's no respecter of persons. And throughout all the time, God has given everyone a way of escape. 
But the Word of God says they didn't like to retain God in their knowledge. See, what's going on in the world now, nobody is, wants to be accountable to a higher power. Nobody wants to be accountable to a God that created them. Nobody wants to be accountable to a Savior. Nobody wants to be accountable for someone else to take care of them. Uh, you know, I, I, you hear people all the time, everything I've got, I've, I've earned it. I've worked for it. I've got it. You have. But God give you the ability, the mindset, and the strength to do it. He opened the door for you to get the job. He opened the door for you to work the job. And he give, uh, and he give you sense in your mind to be able to perform the job. So, yeah, you've earned it, but it's because the grace of God has given you the ability to do it. Thanks be unto God that, that if we don't soon get back to some Christian, uh, just some Christian baseline uh, of belief, uh, our, our churches has went plumb crazy. We, we, we listen to music that doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't worship God in any way. We, we read Bibles that don't have scriptures in them that have been deleted or altered in some fashion to take away the deity of Christ. We, we, we go to churches where they never mention the blood of Jesus and, and they just try to motivate you into being a better person. They don't like to retain God in their own knowledge. What's going on is people want to exalt themselves above God. In the last days, it'll get worse. It's progressively getting worse. Uh, the thought that hit me that the Lord put on my heart was, you know, what's going on is the wicked crowd is sounding louder than the godly crowd. There needs to be a war cry from God's people. There needs to be a war cry that God's people stands up and says, hey, we've had enough. In the book of Romans, he's telling you, there's a, uh, they're backbiters, they're haters, they're, they're inventors of things that, do wrong, but uh, it says they don't want to retain God in their knowledge. You know, it'd be a, it, it's going to be a good day if we can get our mindset that we start retaining God in our knowledge, that we start putting God in our mind, and, and, and we, we ask the question, is this godly? Is this right? Is this acceptable for the Lord? Uh, is, this, is this something that God would have us to do? Is this, some, is this how God would have us to act? Is this, is this how God would want us to be? Is this, is this the mindset we want uh, uh, to display that people read us as represents, representatives of Christ. We are God's people. We are God's testimony. We are the, we are the, the ones who, who give out the gospel. And, uh, the book of Romans is filled with salvation, and, and, but it's also filled with warnings that, that on the other side of salvation, there's wickedness. You know, on the other side of the good, there's the bad. On the other side of the, and the bad is, the bad is winning because they're sounding the loudest. The bad, uh, the evil is, is overtaken because we've, we've not took up the banner. We've not took up the cross. You know, we talk about them burning their flag where they're, they're burning their Bibles. They're burning, they're burning their, they're burning their heritage, uh, as far as Christianity is concerned. How are they doing it? They're doing it by altering what God says. They're, they're doing it by, by changing uh, the church setting. They're doing it by changing the atmosphere in the church. Used to be you'd walk into a sanctuary and you would have a, you'd have a respect about it. You'd have an awe to it because the presence of the Lord was there. We've let our sanctuaries get so abandoned that, that if we don't watch, God's not going to be within a thousand miles of it because we don't have any godliness that is, that is, that is uh, radiating from it because God's people is not radiating with godliness. You know, used to be a time when God's people would pray earnestly over, over things, and now we just mention, mention them in passing. It used to be a time when God's people would come together and just 
just pray about certain matters. And now, now we, uh, if you got time, hey, remember, remember this or that in prayer. We handle prayer like it's just like a. a if you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't. If you want to read your Bible, do it. Don't. It don't really matter. God still loves you. We're, we're teaching that. God God just loves everybody and does everything. And, and, and what we need to do is get back to the foundation. God instilled in us the hunger for the Word of God if we'll look for it. God instilled for us the hunger to worship Him. It is, it is vital for a Christian to worship their Savior. It is vital for a Christian to, to have interaction with, with other people worshiping their Savior. And if we soon don't get back to some basics of Christianity, we're going to be like these people filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, weakness, covetousness, maliciousness, filled with envy, murder, uh, uh, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, dis uh, despiteful, Proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to pa parents, without, that's the big one, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. And we know that this will call down the wrath of God. We allow the devil to substitute everything for our Christian living. It's about time we realize that the power of God is ours. The power of God is, is ours for the asking. But we have to put God first in our mind. This world has not even, the Bible says, and, at, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate, cast away. No good. Throwed away like trash. A reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. God gave them over to do what they want to. So they are believing a lie. God's not even dealing with them right now. So they think they're right. Christians, we have all the right, all the right answers in the Word of God. Yet, what do we do? Just ignore it like it's nothing. I want you to think about that today. When you're thinking about that, I want you to, I want you to pause just for a few minutes, and I want you to, uh, there's a few things you need to pray for. You need to pray for the Davis family. Uh, wrote, we we said goodbye to Rosie this week, and uh, uh, a lot of hurt and hearts. We need you to pray for them. We need you to pray for the lost. Everybody's got lost in their families. Uh, if you don't have anybody lost in your family, get in touch with me. I'll give you a list of people that I know that are lost. Um, pray for each other. We live in a real world that's got real problems. But thanks be unto God, one day we're going to a real heaven that has no problems. Pray for each other. Remember each other in prayer. God bless you. I love you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all you do. We thank you for your goodness and your grace, your mercy, your kindness, your love, your pity. You're just your wonderful being, Lord. Lord, we, we just ask you to lead God and direct us. We ask that the Christians start sounding the trumpet. Start sounding the horn that our God is still on his throne. Help us, guide us, direct us. And do, Lord, help uh, all of Rosie's children, I know they're hurting, and uh, we love them all, and we just pray you'll help them and touch them. We pray you'll give them strength, and, and Lord, as the next few days and weeks go on, Lord, we pray you'll just, uh, uh, may the grace of God wrap their heart and give them help and strength. Lord, just help the lost in their families, Lord, there's, there's so many to name, and Lord, we will name them as we pray and talk to you, but 
in this prayer, Lord, we just ask you consider them and, and, and remember them and help. Lord, help each person listening to this today. May they get encouraged to see that we need to get busy about our Father's business. We thank you for all you do. In Christ's name, amen.